hey everyone, welcome to uh, Ulong's podcast. So, something I noticed in this world for a very, very, very long time is that, um, you know, there's this backwards idea that money is horrible, or the exchange of money is greed. Money is evil, and the root of all evil is money, and this has led to, I would say, the bastardization of... Jeez, the whole so-called spiritual idea or spirituality. With that, with this idea that money is bad and greed is bad and it's a poison and all this, it's ridiculous. Um, It's really ridiculous. I mean, here, here's what I say. The idea that money is evil to the so-called spiritualists out there who believe that you do things for free because that is the way of the greater spirit of all things and it keeps you in tune with the universe and you know you're a better person because you choose to do things for free um, look it's a whole crock of shit it's not true it's not true because I spent 30 years on this planet cultivating Cultivating a spiritual mind, cultivating what is supposedly called a spiritual mind. And that supposed spiritual mind is the mind of compassion, the mind of universal oneness, and all that stuff. And look, as much as I truly know that we are all of one essence, as much as I truly know that, you know, compassion is a great characteristic and a great way to live it's not going to pay your bills I spent 30 years meditating 30 years cultivating the mind and following the concepts of money is the root of all evil following the concepts of cultivate the mind be one with the universe and all things will be taken care of and it just doesn't happen Uh, It does not happen. You know, you follow the rules of practice. You follow the doctrines of compassion. And what it does for you is help you cultivate a good person, a good character. It doesn't put food on your table. And um, anyone who has a problem with that, well, you live just by making it barely telling yourself that the universe will provide and you go on living doing the niceties that you feel make you a better person and you put money as last place if you can do that well then that'll be something special right no if you can do that and still survive well you're just barely making it And the fact of the matter is, money is not a problem. It's your perspective of money that's the problem. People talk about spiritual enlightenment. Well, you're using two terms that really don't don't match together. They don't mix. Spirituality and enlightenment. First, we have to get clear on what spirituality is. Then we gotta get clear on what enlightenment is. Let's do enlightenment first because that seems to be a popular idea in the um, spiritual communities, the spiritual world out here. People who feel, you know, they're ultra awesome um, in spirit and mind and following their quote-unquote higher self and all that. 
Enlightenment means unconfused. That you see through, because you're unconfused, you see through the afflictions in your mind, you see through the good, the bad, you see through all things that occur to you, you know their purpose, you know their reasoning, you know their origin. So it, basically enlightenment means not confused or awakened or aware, right? It's just another happy term we use to describe the knowing. Now, spirituality is a touchy subject for many because there's so many concepts out there about what spirituality is. You know, spirituality is kindness, it's compassionate, it's being one with the universe. Well, you know, we all come from the same soup of the universe, so there's no way we are not already one or part of it. So that X's out the idea of becoming one with the universe. Spirituality is not meditation. Spirituality is not running ritual and spells and seeing ghosts and being clairvoyant and having psychic abilities. That is not spiritual. Spiritual is not just about good and rainbows and sprinkles and cotton candy, you know? That's not spiritual. Spiritual is the activity of being awakened. Okay, you know what's right, you know what's wrong, you know what's true, you know what's false. That's awakening. Oh, that's being awakened. Being spiritual is nothing more than being mindful. And mindful not in knowing all things that's going on in your mind or your emotions or your thoughts. Not that mindful. That's not really mindful. You know, the idea of being mindful itself in our current New Age uh, application of uh, mindfulness, you know, it means that you're aware of all things that are occurring. Well, actually, mindfulness is the non-association to the things that are occurring. You're not attaching to the things that are occurring, so therefore you can be mindful of the things that need to be and things that are going on. A person doing so-called black magic is being mindful of their action, it's being mindful of their intent, okay? They're applying their awareness or their awakenness to the things that they choose to do. That's spiritual. The person doing the so-called white magic is also just as the same. So, spirituality really is the application of your awakened mind or the application of your unconfused mind. And we've put it as a blanket term for all things that are good, you know, like being in nature and being in the forest and being kind to animals and being kind to people and being mind uh, mindful, which is the wrong application of mindfulness. Actually, that's not it either. Your spirituality is that application of the awakened mind. Okay, you can choose to be compassionate, you can choose to be kind, you can choose to be a jerk. You're mindful. I mean, you're not applying this association to I am being a certain way. Okay, and in that, all things are being mindful. You are not associating to being aware of these things. These things are just happening. So the idea of spiritual, well, this person is so spiritual, they have beads, they, they light up incense, they play soft music, uh, they talk softly, they speak without cursing and all that. It doesn't make you spiritual. Those things don't make you spiritual. Those are lifestyle attributes. Those things you grow into, you choose to apply. Okay, so one, spiritual enlightenment? No. Now, if you're thinking, uh, you know, 
It's about being aware of spirits and ghosts and different dimensions. It don't make you spiritual either. You know, I mean, just being able to understand or aware of those things don't make you a spiritual person. What makes you a spiritual person is your application of not being confused. So now we have this new realm of what spiritual means. Okay, I think we need to fix that up. Because if we change the perspective, we'll really get to understand that we get back to our concept here about money. We get to understand that money is just an exchange. It's just an exchange of our effort, exchange of our mind, exchange of our energy, exchange of our effort. So there's nothing wrong with that. And we have to understand also that, you know, you're going to be a person who cultivates the way, the way of the universe, or the way of all this. I mean, there's no guidebook that tells you how the universe is. Um, actually, if you go into science and astrophysics and physics and then go down the list of the different types of physics, you'll understand that <laughs> this energy that people are calling this spiritual essence and this universal oneness and universal creamy oneness, whatever you want to label it, is energy. It's what's out there in this universe where this physical body comes from in which this essence acts and we associate that acting as being alive. You know, the universe is unbiased. It doesn't care. It doesn't have a preference. All it is is the you that you create in your mind has an idea and the energy that you are experiencing this existence as just simply works. It acts because the components for your physical body are right to show this energy around us being what we call alive or active. Your body has such amazing components in it. And I'm not talking components like piece by piece. I'm talking the whole entire unit of the body really is one with all of these things that we call universal love and energy and oneness and higher consciousness and all this. These, these things are already part of the body. You need this body to cultivate that perspective. And you need this body to cultivate the mind. Now, if people want to talk about where the mind is and they want to go into these trivial things, you know what? You can't even pay bills. And if you're upset that this is the way the world is, then tough. You know, there's no such thing as being off the grid totally, unless you're totally not reliant on the way modern society has become. And you have total reliance only on trees, grass, agriculture, and all that fun stuff. Like, you just depend on your ability to grow things. No money, nothing. So a lot of people are always, money is evil, money is evil, but they go to work and they have to pay their bills. Well, money's evil, and then they, their excuse is, well, you can't get away from it, so you just got to deal with it. And they live with that, like, hatred almost, or that anger towards the fact that society runs on money. You know what? Yeah. I mean, there's always going to be an exchange. You're exchanging all the time, whether it's with money or something else. Okay? And the people who are, like, they're financially stable, and they're helping other people, and everyone's calling them great, and... and magnificent people and caring compassionate yeah they can do that because they have enough to take care of themselves and they have the outlets in which they worked for that they can utilize to help other people 
you need on our in our working society, meaning our actual functioning world, you need certain things in order to make other things occur. And money is one of them. Now money's not the issue, it's your perspective on money. And that's what we gotta get straight on. Uh, this is some type of talk that nobody wants to say because there's so much cop-out in spiritualist talk that the universe will provide. No, the universe already has provided because we are one with that universe already. Like We are part of that whole entire physical energetic makeup of this universe. There's no separating that at all. So if you're born into this society on this planet, you have to work with the conditions you're given and be able to survive. And if you think that's pessimistic, I think you have the wrong perspective. If you think it's optimistic, well, you're on the right track. The fact is, the perspective training or perspective posture, having a specific mental outlook or worldview is key. It's like having the world in the palm of your hands. It doesn't mean you don't have to work for what you do. It means you have to now apply without these cultural strings or dogmatic strings pulling your mind. Oh, well, I can't do this, so I'm going to go to hell. I can't, and I got to do this because I want to go to heaven. Well, you know, these things are really... Sorry, but these are crutches that don't let you grow. See, the power of growth, maximizing your true human potential, okay, the key to that is simple. The key to that is within not on relying on what we would call external strengths, like external crutches, like some religion out there, and even just putting all of your hopes in a specific cultural dogma. I mean, these things really, really bring you down. <laughs> they can really tear you down. And one of the steps I've taken to break out of this cultural dogma is simple. One of those steps, is to retrain my perspective. The way you can really help people in this planet is to help them off, uh, offer them or help them with a different type of perspective. And that perspective is true freedom. True freedom from your own thinking. To know your true mind is to apply that non-discriminating application of the mind. And that application truly is self-introspection. It's being self-aware just for the sake of using a self to be working or useful in society, take this idea of a self and how is this self going to work? What's the story you're gonna tell yourself to make you functional, to use your greatest potential for whatever it is you choose to be doing on this planet? It's really, really important. It's so important because what you choose to do is your fate, is your destiny. And if you think that there's some written in stone you know, fate for you by written by someone else, and you're just gonna go with the flow, you're just truly going on the winds blowing here or there. And if you think control is wrong, well, you have no, control, no, no clue what true control is. To have control, you let go of control. That's something really cool to understand. And to have, to being able, or to be able to let go of control, be self-aware. And it goes into other categories like, 
your ego, your personality, your characteristics, the story you told yourself about who you are and how it's influenced you. And these things are important. They free you emotionally and mentally once you understand. And that's true control. Anyway, be well and I hope this serves you because there's so much more to this world, to our mind, than what we've been told. Peace.